Well, good morning. It is a beautiful Wednesday the 29th. This is the We Are MCBS podcast. I am Ben Macaron. This week, Jason and Pete, they're on a little vacation. They're enjoying the summer breeze with the Italian Bahama shirts, sitting out of, sipping out of coconuts right now. And we actually have a very special episode today of the We Are MCBS podcast. Now, as many of you all should know, last week was a big week for Full Sail. It was the Hall of Fame 10 celebration. And it was a fun week had all around, especially here on the podcast, all those fun early mornings. But something else happened that week. It was the opening of the Fortress. And because of that, we sent out our team members to get some interviews on site during the Fortress event and talk to the, some participants and some gamers, even some Full Sail students, after and before the event to get a little insight on how they felt about the Fortress and how they feel it's going to do going forward. So why don't you sit back and relax? And we have a little couple sound bites from team members from the from the Hall of Fame 10 podcast team. Thank you. Enjoy. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into the We Are MCBS podcast. It's a beautiful morning here in Winter Park, Florida. We're enjoying the summertime. Today we'll be talking about the fortress. This is Eileen and Austin. If you haven't seen the fortress yet, I highly recommend you do. It is the largest esports arena to date to occupy a college campus, and it's pretty spectacular. If you didn't know, on Sunday, May 19th, the Fortress held their first esports tournament. It was all about Fortnite. They had 10 staff members, 10 students, 10 graduates, and 10 streamers play against each other in a Fortnite battle royale. Other students could attend the event and cheer for their favorite Fortnite player. It was also live streamed for the students who could not attend. I was able to speak to fellow attendees of the Fortress 40. Uh, I played Fortnite when it first came out, and I'm not extremely excited for it, but I just like the competition whenever it comes to any kind of video game. Um, more of like, like MOBAs. Like League of Legends, something like that. That'd be nice. I really want to see who the live streamers are. I think that they're pretty much going in the right direction with some kind of competitive mode. You know, give people something to like actually fight for. I'm Daryl Malcolm. I'm course director here at Full Sail for Design Tools. Are you excited for the future of esports at Full Sail? Yeah. Uh, I want to see people squat and enjoy themselves. It's kind of nice we finally, after 40 years, finally get something competitive happening here. Yeah. Do you have any games that you're wanting to see appear eventually? Fortnite. <laughs> Just Fortnite? Just Fortnite. It's fine with me. Anything's really that, that happens to be popular. Uh, want more people to be able to get into it. You know, so even other types of games. Um, I'd be happy to see people playing like, you know, um, I don't know really anything. We've had, you know, concerts here and, and stage production stuff here and all the other ones, but it's nice to finally see, like, gaming things. Yeah, just branching out a bit more. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing gaming here for for a really long time, but we never really had anything that was really meant for gamers to come out and and watch. I did not attend the Fortress 40, but I did tune into their live stream, and it was like watching a college basketball game. It was professional and had shoutcasters, and you were invested in what these people were doing. Luckily, I had the chance to sit down with Jess, who was one of the shoutcasters for the Fortress 40. Hey, I'm Jess Ryder. I am a Full Sail alum. I graduated from the Media Communications.
Patients program in 2018. I had shoutcasted last year for they were doing like a placements for the Armada team. Okay. And so they did like a, an event last year and they kind of asked me to do that like three days before. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And that was like, I was super overwhelmed for that one, but it was like a really small turnout. So for this one, it was like insane because there were like so many people and they were all so excited and into it. So it definitely was like a more rewarding experience the second time around. I just hope like I did good enough that they asked me to come back next year and yeah. do something. So yeah. yeah, I was like bitter because I was like, where was this when I went here? As soon as I leave, you build this cool esports arena. Um, but it was like, I, I really had to like take a step back and be like, wow, that they like put just so much like work into it and I was like just cool. I thought the bleachers were really cool like that was a big draw for me yeah. I was like wow like they fold back in like make more space do other events so I thought that that was pretty cool but it definitely it definitely like exceeded my expectations of what I thought it was gonna look like once I was in there but yeah I was really excited about seeing it and then once it had a bunch of people in it I didn't I didn't think it was it had the capacity for that many people I was like what like 200 people could fit in here and it's something like 500 is the capacity it was cool to see it kind of empty and just with the crew in there and then like filled with an audience it definitely had more life um what was like the most memorable moment from shout casting in the fortress um i don't know if everybody listening watched the live stream but there was a point when there were two guys who were wearing john wick costumes like they teamed up together and started like killing other people even though it was like a free-for-all and i had been like really pulling for someone to just dress as john wick the whole time before like from when all the players got there i was like so who's gonna wear the john wick costume because i really want to see it um so that was just like hilarious that yeah. that happened so i think that might have been my favorite part so like do you watch live streams and stuff like that like is that something you i tune i tune into twitch but it was like it's different like being a part of it than watching it um you don't realize like how much really goes into that production like even just like streaming the game and all the technology behind it that i really don't understand like i i think that that's pretty cool to see versus like being a fan of it and just watching it. I think the live audience just adds a great element for the players too. Like there was one instance where we had a player we were following who like died really early on and it was kind of like upsetting to see him go so quick because he was playing pretty well. Um, and, and the whole audience kind of was like, oh, when he died. And then in the second round, he came back and he won the whole thing. And I think like having that like element of like, I'm gonna prove something to this crowd and I'm gonna get them to like root for me and cheer for me. I think that adds like a really interesting element to playing sports, especially in like this like semi-professional collegiate setting. The fortress spans even beyond the Full Sail campus. It is reaching other people and helping them feel connected in this world because of all the amazing things that esports is offering. There was one kid who was from an elementary school in the area and had written Platinum a letter about he was doing a, a school project on esports and was wondering if he could interview them about the Armada. And so like they brought him and he got a jersey. Um, and so that was that was a highlight too of the day. On Tuesday, May 21st, the Fortress held its official ribbon cutting ceremony. It the Fortress will be home to our eSports team, Armada. You can go ahead and follow them on their Twitch or their Twitter so you can tune into their live streams or stay up to date on what is going on with Armada and the Fortress. Alrighty, well that does it for this podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the We Are MCBS podcast. I hope this 
entices you to go check out the fortress and it's a beautiful day in Winter Park. So get out there and enjoy it. Hello, my name is Rigel and I'm here with Jason Gillette and Kadeen Scott. And today we're going to talk to you about the Fortress event that just happened. Can you tell us what that was if I had no idea what it was? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Full Sail grabbed 40 different Fortnite players from their community. Uh, and you'll have to help me with this because I'm not remembering everything. There's 10 staff members, there's 10 grads, there are 10 students. Oh, I remember. Then there were 10 like really good people that kicked my butt. Uh, they call them the uh, like uh, professionals or, or the streamers. They, they, had, they had some people that had some audience and some uh, an intense skill show up. So those 40 people all came together in Full Sail's brand new Fortress Arena. On the inside, it seemed giant. The people waiting on the outside that couldn't get in on that day probably didn't think it was as big as that because <laughs> they could only take so many people and there was definitely a long line outside. But from the inside, seated at my computer, it was huge and there were lights and sparkly things and all 40 of us sat in a big giant row and logged into our Fortnite accounts and they dropped all of us on an island together and we played down to a winner. And I was never even close to that spot. I was never, I got taken out pretty quick each time. So to answer your question, the Fortnite 40 was pulling 40 full sale community members together to play an exhibition game. We did three rounds as a group and then they took the best student, grad, industry, pro, and staff member and put them up on stage. And those four people fought it out in the fourth round. And I believe it, it all ended up with uh, the industry professional go figure swept it all pretty heartily. <laughs> That's impressive. The industry professional ended up taking it away. Yeah, he, he somehow uh, defeated all of us amateurs. I don't know how that happened. That's crazy. So this was certainly your first time playing Fortnite on stage. How did it go? Well, for me, it was an absolute victory because uh, in my first round, I was able to kill an enemy. And while that wasn't enough to earn the points I needed to win, uh, it was enough to be able to say that I didn't get zeros in every one of my games. Uh, so that was pretty awesome. Also, at this point, having played like this, I sit at home on my couch and I just play with my controller and I'm not worried about posture or breathing or you know anything other than making sure I don't get too many Dorito crumbs on me. And this was so completely different. You're sitting, you're on the edge of your seat, there's people cheering all around you and screaming and the, the shoutcasters are talking about what's going on around you and you're trying to decide, is that, are they talking about me? Is, this, is there somebody chasing me? And it, it's just, you know what, it was a lot like playing baseball in high school where you have to ignore the crowd if you wanna play your sport. And I kept having to remind myself to ignore all of the crowd and the noise and just focus on the game. And it was exhilarating. I got. I got chills, it was so exhilarating. There was a lot of fun in that. So would you say the stage setting ends up beating the couch setting? Yeah, I would play. I was, I was on the couch again last night and I was telling uh, Shannon Gillette how much I wish that I could just go back and have 200 people watch me play in the fortress because there's so much more energy there. Uh, I, I don't know how I can ever play again. Now, so this event maybe may have been a little bit too popular for its own good. I know Kadeen had a few questions about the lineup. When we sent out that invitation on the app for FS events, um, why wouldn't they put it at a certain limit? Because I noticed that the capacity for that building, it's 200. And looking back at it, it was more than 300 persons that checked in. 
There may have well been 200 people in the line after the 200 people have already been filled up. Like, um, wasn't that a concern for anybody? Uh, you as a player who would have been in the building, wasn't that a concern for you that um, if the building is over full, what would have happened in the event of an emergency? Well, uh, I was uh, I was thinking I had some personal uh, connection to that because my, my family uh, we'd registered to come in, obviously. I put them on a list. Uh, but that didn't mean they necessarily got to come in. They still had to wait wait in line. And I didn't get all of my family and Some of them sat over with everybody else on the back lot and watched on the big screen. To be honest, I think what happened is that some of the industry pros, uh, we had one in particular that ended up sweeping. He's got like 77,000 followers on Twitch or something like that. I might be wrong, but it's some big, large number that impresses me. And so I feel like anybody like that is going to draw a legitimate crowd. It's not just the opening of Fortress. It's, hey, a famous guy is going to come kick a bunch of amateurs' butts. Let's go watch. And yeah, that's what happened. It was pretty amazing. OK, OK, so now I get it. So it's not just um, us as a Full Sail family that came out, but the followers of other persons who play this game that came out to enjoy this. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. It didn't even occur to me. Yeah, that was like, like, this is huge. <laughs> so do you have any closing thoughts, reflections about the whole experience, whether it be how you played, how everyone else played? I heard there was a little bit of controversy within the tournament itself. Well, I would leave the controversy for my, my memoirs. I'll, I'll publish them in a book at some point. Because uh, I'd, I'd want to stick to the positive stuff. I know that even without any kind of the controversy, there's some, there was some player collusion we might be talking about. There was some, uh, some scoring differences that we might talk about. But all those things pale in comparison to the fact that I got to play, me personally, I got to play in the opening event at the Fortress. And I fully expect that sometime in the next three, five, ten years, that building is going to occupy like Olympic Games. It's going to occupy a World Series of League of Legends, something huge like that. And I got to be there. I got to, I got to put my hands on the machines in the fortress and play on them. And I'm just, I just teach a class here. You know, I'm just a guy. I was so honored to get selected out of 2,000 faculty members to sit in one of those chairs. I'll never forget that. It was, it was, it was memorable. So do you have any advice for someone who might be in your shoes for that next event? Oh, yes. Go and make sure that you play the way that you play on your couch. I, I think that I changed up my play a little bit when I was in the excitement. And as soon as it was over, I wished that I'd gone back to my aggressive carelessness and not my safe hide in a bush method. Whatever eSport you're lucky enough to play in the fortress when you're playing against a bunch of good people, just go for it. Who cares if you're first out? Uh, that, that's, the way you, that's the way you win, is by playing the way you play. All right, well, that's going to end up this interview. I'd want to thank Jason and Kadeen so much for joining me today. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you guys. Have a good one. Wow. Seems like so far the Fortress has been a big success. Now, once again, thank you all for tuning in. My name is Ben Macron, and this has been another We Are MCBS podcast. So I hope you all enjoy the rest of your beautiful May the 29th. We'll see you later.